You are listening to the ABC Business Show, and here are your hosts, Kerry, Elise, and MJ. Hello, and welcome to the ABC Business Show, where we help entrepreneurs make their dreams a reality. Hey, welcome there to Podcast 39. My name is Kerry, and I am joined by MJ and Elise. So, ladies, what do you have uh, planned for next week? Ooh, next week I'm going to England. Okay, I only heard about that. <laughs> I'm going to go see babies. I'm going to be closing up my beach house and heading back to Central Florida. All right. Have so, you had a good run there? I have. I'm so, like, feel like a different person. It's good. Yeah. Good. That working remote thing works great. All right. MJ, is this the first time you've seen Grand Baby? First time I've seen Amelia. Yeah, which is my new granddaughter. I have a grandson who's four, and then Amelia, who's just a few months old, and I cannot wait to meet her. (laughs) Okay, so today we are talking about working smarter, not harder. So I doubt there's one person listening out there that can say they don't want to do that. Everybody (laughs) wants to work smarter. They don't want to work harder. That is definitely a key to success in business. Yes. So MJ, you have a really cool quote for the day. I what? do. I love this one because I'm guilty of it myself. Workaholics aren't heroes. They don't save the day. They use it up. The real hero is already home because she figured out a faster way to get things done. I love that. <laughs> that was Jason Friend and David Heinemeyer Hansen. That is so, so cool. That is very cool. And I think that's a key with all of us, with our clients, is talking about ways to um, be more efficient at getting things done. That's right. Absolutely. So do you find that one of the big thing is wanting to know how to improve their efficiency? Uh, Yes. And how I know that is because they say to me, I have no work-life balance. I am just working all the time. My wife, spouse, partner, whatever tells me I'm a workaholic and I don't spend enough time with my family, friends and doing things that I truly enjoy. I'm just always at work. Yeah. Yep. It's so sad. We've mm-hmm. got a, uh, I have a client right now who I was do- just talking to this week actually. And, you know, I said to him, have you done this? He said, no, I haven't had time. And like, well, did you take care of this? No, I didn't get time. And I'm like, well, you need to call these clients and, and get payment. Yeah, I know. But I said, well, how many hours are you working a week? I said, he goes, oh, I don't know. I said, what time do you get to your office in the morning, which is in his basement? He goes, about seven. I said, what time do you go You know, go back up? He goes, oh, about 5.30 for dinner, but then I come back down in the evening. Mm-hmm. I went, okay. And then he adds in, and I work Sundays too. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, are you working too many hours? Like, you know, do you not see your kids? And um, so we're talking to him about like, okay, we've got to figure this out for you. Like, you cannot keep working like this. You need to be able to grow um, but his margins aren't quite there yet. And so it's like, okay, I said, the first thing we're going to do is I want you to track every task you're doing so we can figure out where you need the help so that you're not working these long, ridiculous hours because it's like, what's the point? You don't start a business to work all the hours of the day and then not see your family. Oh my gosh. I could go on and on about that right? particular scenario yes. because the first thing you need to do is calculate how much you're making an hour. Because if you are working 60, 70 hours a week, which I am just as guilty of this as anyone else, 
are you making $14 an hour or are you making the $200 an hour you're worth as a business owner, Mm -hmm. right? So the first thing you need to do is say, let me get real because I could hire somebody at $15 an hour or maybe $18 or $19 an hour to do so many of these tasks that I'm doing after hours. Or hire a mm-hmm. bookkeeper, like we talked about a couple podcasts ago. Oh, he has a bookkeeper, this guy. He's already has somebody doing all of that. Right, He's but then all those out. other things, yeah. is it data entry? Is it, what is it, right? And so all these things could be done by somebody else. And they would be able to have time for their family and time to do what's in their highest and best use. Mm-hmm. Is that getting new clients? Is it going out and speaking? What is it? What is it they could be doing? So yeah. anyway, I'm just efficiency is my jam. I know it is. I know it is. And, so. um, and, and having, you know, um, a good section or two sections of the year dedicated to working a lot of extra hours. What I found, because I had to find some balance with my family because they were all like upset and they were going and doing fun things. Right. Without so you. I without me. And then I changed that. I said, that's it. I'm going to start. My husband was, you know, very adamant about that, that mm-hmm. I come on the Saturday, at least one of their adventures mm-hmm. and Sunday off. Yeah. And guess what? The ship never sank. That's right. That's right. I think a lot of our listeners wonder where they could improve efficiency in their company. And that's really what it comes down to. Once your business is up and running, your time is money. The goal now is to save as much time and money as possible to increase profits, decrease how much time you personally spend working on your business. In your business. Yes. Oh, in your business. (laughs) we are like, to that's such a good point. Yes, because there's a difference mm-hmm. in there. If yes. you're working in your business, you're the one, you're the boots on the ground, you're doing the things you could hire right. other people to do. But if you're working on your business, then you are growing it mm-hmm. and you're looking for better ways to do it mm-hmm. and better places to get business right. from. And when you right. ask a business owner, how much time do you spend in a week working on your business? You normally get that deer in the headlights look of what are you supposed to be doing that? Like, Uh you're like, I'm supposed to have time to do that. And so, um, yes, it's something that you get so caught up in. But at some point, you have to start making that change. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's several places in a business where efficiency can be applied. One of them is communication automation. There are so many pieces of communication in every business that we type and retype and retype. Before we started recording this podcast, I was actually answering an email and I thought, oh my gosh, how many times have I said this? And and there I go typing it again, where I could have saved it in a template and just copy paste, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Communication automation, huge opportunity for time and efficiency Big savings. Time. Systems, if you find that you or a member of your staff has the same process to do over and over and over again, that can be systematized. And systematizing can look a lot of different ways for different companies. So there's always an opportunity for a system somewhere. Mm-hmm. So workflow would come under systems, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what we just started doing. So um, so I don't know if you ladies have used Canva. Have you ever used Yes, that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just saw the other day that they have a whole workflow like template and everything because I love to have those workflows because I like that visual kind of thing like don't give me step one step two step three so we just put some of our information into a workflow and just having that visual now it's colored it looks good it's got our logo on it and now it's kind of like something that my assistant just grabs when like we're working through you know transferring some of my tasks onto her so I have more time to work on my business 
And, you know, having that visual workflow just to see what needs to be done. And then as we're going through it, we're like, okay, add something here, add something here. You know, it's always a fluid document, but it's just, yep. it's a game changer. It's foolproof. It's yeah. foolproof. Mm -hmm. It can be, it can be you know, delegated to somebody else without missing right. a step. So, so that's what I said to her. I said, you know, this is great because you'll know exactly what to do when you need to do it. And I said, if you're out for two weeks and I can just give this piece of paper to someone else and they can then do the task too. That's so, right. You just reassign it. Right. And, and then the other thing is systems. Like let's say that you are in a business where you have sales coming in. So you have incoming requests for your product or service, right? There are systems out there that will do that without you even touching it. Mm -hmm. They take you all the way from the point that they're interested. It gives them the information they need to make a decision. It then makes it easy for them to buy from you. It goes right into your bank account. I mean, come on, exactly. let's use technology. And so there's tons of systems out there to help. I have a little story for you guys. So as a financial statement auditor, we had a little plastic thing that had different shapes on it okay and i would use those shapes and we would diagram out systems for every department everything handled and, and that's the way we would go through on one of our audits. sections of our audits that we have to test oh, wow. and i got elected because i could write tiny <laughs> We did not, you know, and that was us. Like, why can't this be automated? You know, why can't we do this on a computer? And they were like, oh, what? And I'm like, this is crazy. But I did it. Yes. And I did it for everything. And I did it for every section of the audit that we had to do because I was the best. But I remember carrying that little thing around. I said, I can't wait to the day I can throw it away. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, we did, you know, it was a uh, Every system was actually, we wrote it out. And yeah. sometimes it was folded up pieces of paper that went in back in the audit, but everything was done and designed. And that was part of our testing their systems. So we had to test not a system, all systems. All their systems, yeah. And we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago as well, is that we each probably have some kind of a system. For example, Canva. Mm -hmm. Carrie's had Canva for a long time. Well, Canva wants to continually improve. And so they came up with a workflow. Well, you probably had a workflow over here, maybe monday.com or Asana or something like that, that you mm -hmm. were running simultaneously. And little did you know, you could probably drop one workflow mm -hmm. software and just work within the other workflow okay. software. So you know, every year we want to be looking at these things. What are we using this product for? We're paying this much a month for that. It's awesome. And what else could it do for us? Mm -hmm. What else is in there that we could be using? Um, the next one is processes. And you might think that systems and processes are the same, but they really aren't. A system is what supports a process. And so we need to come up with that process. So I'm going to go back to Carrie's Canva uh, example. She knew from having done it over and over and over again, how to create something in Canva, but there's a step-by-step -step process that she followed. And they do need to be um, very flexible in that as you improve or technology changes, you can change those processes. But the fact is they're there, they're established. It's a step-by-step -step that anybody can follow and you can work through it. And that goes for any, I don't care, you name a part of your business, mm -hmm. there is a process that can be applied to that. Absolutely. Yeah, to make it consistent. All right. And then finally, the leverage. Leverage is a word that not everybody um, associates with people or systems or processes, but leverage is just that. It's giving you time back. 
that whether it's a hire that you make that can do some of the things that you always had to do yourself, or whether it's a system that automates it, leverage is the, the most wonderful thing in the world when you get used to it. And there are people that are perfectionists or they have like, I don't want to say a control issue, but they like to have that control to feel secure in what they're doing in their business. And as long as you have the right system or the right person, you're more than happy to release that control and allow that leverage to come into your life. Is there anything else that you can think of that really gives people more efficiency? Well, you know, it's going to, it's going to be, so entrepreneurs, every business is a little bit different, right? But for instance, accounting has policies, procedures, we have, you know, consistency on the way it's done, the way you put the numbers together, what Carrie does, every step of it is a proven procedure, right? Proven that it works correctly and that things balance out. So we have these processes that we follow. I also have procedures that we follow, procedures to make sure that things are done accurately and correctly. And the more efficient those procedures are, Mm -hmm the more efficient your staff can be. And so that gives you leverage. Huge, huge. Mm -hmm. And I think as well that it's one of those things where you're talking about efficiency. It's not just a one-time thing you do and it's done. It's something that you keep reviewing over and over, like every quarter, every six months, every year, depending on what that aspect of the business is. But I think it's something that you have to be continually aware of. Just like you said, new technology that comes out, um, but just maybe you know making sure you have the right person on the right seat on the bus, you know, making sure you have that person working in their strengths and that you know somebody isn't in a better seat you know somewhere else. And that you know, because I think that's where you get the most efficiency out of people as well when they're doing something that they love and they're passionate about, rather than doing something that, oh well, this was a job that I got at the time when I needed to find a job. Right. So mm-hmm. you know that you brought up two really good points actually, it popped into my mind. The first is hiring right. And there's lots of tools available to you to be able to do a personality assessment, to be able to figure out people's strengths and put them in the right seat on the bus. But the other thing you made me think of is this great hire that we made back when I worked on a real estate team. It was somebody who wanted to get into real estate, but their background was in technology. And we brought them in and they took one look at the technology platform that we were using to keep track of our customers. And he said, this is amazing. You are using 2% of what this system could do. Would you just let me delay like actually coming in and selling for you and let me dig into this and create this for your team? And we absolutely, it wasn't two weeks, guys. It was two months. And he rocked our world. What a What a (laughs) fun. He just dug in. And he set us up for so much efficiency. So sometimes it's it's going outside the team maybe and maybe getting a coach or maybe a consultant or hiring somebody with a different background mm-hmm. than what everybody else has at the table mm-hmm. to be able to identify efficiency yeah, in the organization. Absolutely. Well, my goodness, that sounds like a board of directors too. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing when you were talking about the communication automation, so one thing I find, if I'm at my computer, then that's real easy. I've got my template saved, you know, within my um, G Suite, and that's easy. Bring that up, paste it in, send an email. But there's times when maybe I'm on my phone at the weekend, or what do you try not to do? Uh, or, you know, just during the day, if I'm out of the office for the day and away from my computer, and maybe a lead comes in. And, you know, when a lead comes in, you want to get back to them quickly. 
And I found myself typing the same thing on my phone yes. over and over. And I'm like, then I'd have to go and find the link for my calendar. Then I'm like, okay, now I'm scrolling and logging in here, finding that link. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So my friend told me about this app called Boards, B-O-A-R-D-S. Okay. It has been the best thing. So now on my phone, whether it's on my text messages or in my email, anywhere where my keyboard is, there's this little globe. And when I click on that, it brings up um, half of the screen and it's got my pre-typed messages. Oh, nice. So nice. if I just want to send a text message with that same thing. So if I get a lead through profit first, that's one that I need to get to quickly. And they may say like, contact me by text instead. I can put that same text I would put in an email into a message. Yep. And it's bam, done. There's my link, everything. That has saved me so much time. And now I've started to kind of write, write up other things as well, just to have them on there. And then you can update them and stuff on the laptop or on your phone. Game changer. Absolutely. That is amazing. That is awesome. Yeah. You know, it's a different world today than it was in the past. And to make this example really, really simple, I want you all to think back in the day when the companies had an operator, right? So a call would come into a company and there would be somebody sitting in the operator seat and they would take the wires and plug them to, mm -hmm. you know, say, yes. hello, you know, who do you need? And they'd plug one wire to the other, to another one. Do you guys remember that kind of thing? Maybe you saw it in a movie mm -hmm. or something like that Saturday Night Live yes <laughs> so we were just on the USS Intrepid in New York um last month yeah and seeing their telephone system down there it just you know this whole wall of that kind of thing it plugs in and it's just like it's crazy yeah, yes. didn't you like, work a job I, like that I actually I in college I started out at a very high-end hotel uh-huh front desk work um clerk anyway they were very sophisticated they didn't have I had a uh, this fancy machine thing that, you know, calls came in and I handled it. Well, then my team, I, we had this little group of us that went from place said, Hey, come over here. They'll pay us more. So I walked in and said, Oh my gosh. And I saw one and I was like, what is this? <laughs> and we had a little notebook where it taught you how to, you know, what the different light colors meant and yes. how to, oh, how to work gosh. it. I was, I felt like I was going back in time. Oh, so I'm sure. But you just said they had a notebook that told you all the different colors. So they had that system set up. It wasn't a case of like, you need to memorize this, memorize this. And, right. Or you're trying to scribble notes. They had that you know process all you know written down. So, yeah. so that's they just didn't have a sophisticated system to use. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. So, you know, and then I think we move forward, you know, a couple of decades and we got phone trees, right? So calls would come into an organization and there'd be a pre-recording and it would say for this department, you want to press mm -hmm. one, you want to press two. Well, today it's all about the internet. So as business comes to us, there are systems to help us be able to place those callers or those leads with the right person. And so for me, my big tip is Calendly. I absolutely love Calendly. I love Calendly oh too. my gosh. So Calendly is a scheduling system mm -hmm. and I can have it. I have it in the signature on my email. They can get to my calendar that way. I have it in um, anything online so they can get to my calendar that way. And what happens is instead of playing phone tag back and forth, back and forth, right. trying to figure out a time to connect, 
right. whether it's a Zoom call or a phone call, they just book it in directly. They get mm -hmm. to see what's open in my calendar and they get to book it in directly. It was a game changer for me. I absolutely loved it. I was the same way. My assistant was going backwards and forwards with days and times. She'd be asking me and then asking the client. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And yeah, same thing. Mm -hmm. Absolute game changer. Um, and it, it makes a big difference. And I love that you can set your availability on there. So, you know, I only have my calendar open for client calls on certain days of the week at certain times. That's right. So it gives you so much control. Yeah, well, you can, people are kind of afraid to open up their calendar to something like that. Yet you have a lot of control. Big time. So my coaching business is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So all they can book in is nine to five, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. And then if I have appointments, those block those times exactly. out. So it's only the white space that's left in my calendar where I want it to be not seven o'clock at night. I want to be done by five. You know, the white space that is available to them for that week. And that's all they have to choose from and mm -hmm. they make it work. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's huge. There's also um, uh, project management systems, uh, all sorts of systems that are used for online sales, when when people reach a company and they can buy directly from their website, then there is a way for them to pay for that. So, you know, it's amazing what technology has done for us to make us more efficient. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so here's some questions. Do you have your emails automated? You can schedule your emails to drop into certain files on the left side, the left margin, yeah. so that, for example, if you know that it's junk mail and maybe you want to go back or it's called promotions in Gmail, you can go back and look at those when you have time and clean them out. Or maybe there's a high priority client you have and you have a special folder for them. I know also my husband has an assistant that triages his emails. So she goes into his email every day. She takes out everything that is low priority or junk. Then she files into high priority, medium priority, and then lower priority files for him. So as he approaches his day, he hits the high priority first, then the medium, then the low. Can you imagine how wonderful that would be? I have that. You I do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's everything. So, and everything. then also like you talked about templates for ways to answer questions that are frequently asked and mm -hmm. being able to respond to people yeah. or send a calendar link. Um, and then also our email is the best form of communication. I know almost all my doctors now use portals. So they have, you have access to your information 24 seven. You have an ability to send a question, not sit there on hold and wait for somebody at the doctor's office. How long have I been on hold waiting for a doctor? I just mm -hmm. did that today. What was that, an hour? I was sitting there because mm -hmm. they don't have a portal. Mm -hmm. um, landing pages with information that people want and then ways for them to get to you after that. And of course the project management software. So absolutely. any other software that you can think of that you guys are using that you could recommend? Oh, Carrie's the pro with this. I mean, she's always got the latest and greatest. You do. You always have the latest and greatest. So we use software. ClickUp for our task, task management. We started back in February. You know, it's now, you know, coming towards the end of the year. It's still a work in, pro in process because it's just, there's so many different ways of doing it. So, okay. um, you know, I've just got a, a new template that I'm going to start working on um, in a couple of weeks with them. Uh, plan to implement it next year uh, but yeah ClickUp is great in being able to organize things in so many different ways so we can do it by the status like is it started are we stuck are we waiting on a client is it in review um then it also tells us okay which aspect is it okay this is a sales tax task this is a payroll task um and then we can track the progress of it i mean there's so many different things on here and it just allows my accounts manager to go in and bam she's got a whole view 
as to where everyone's at, who's struggling, who's behind. Um, and then we can even forward emails and give uh, a custom email address to our clients that they can forward items to us. And then it automatically goes into their part of ClickUp and creates task. So, you know, when somebody sends us payroll reports, we just forward it now to this custom. It's a great big long email, but we forward it to into the email, goes straight into ClickUp, the report's there on the task for my team to do. Oh, so it's that. been, you know, a huge, huge game changer. And I can't wait to get it fully set up next year and really you know, dig into it more. That's awesome. When I get time to work on my business. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, you know, there's there's a, a real great value in virtual assistance too. You know, so many people work from home now. You also have overseas people that are super qualified to be able to work for us. So sometimes your business is more of a two-way conversation that needs to happen. And you can use virtual assistance for that. I, I think of like my lender, when I go to apply for a mortgage, there's a whole host of questions. It's the same questions every time that need to be asked to onboard a new client, right? Mm -hmm. And so they were able to hire a virtual assistant to ask me all those questions. Now, they don't even have to know the mortgage business. They just have to ask a series of questions. Mm -hmm. So, right. you know, there's lots of different ways to do it. And you can tailor made it, make it for your business so that you like it the best. Um, and, you know, and I want to pause for a minute too, and just talk about processes, because I think sometimes people feel very overwhelmed by the, yes. the concept of a process. I, I want to take it down to the nitty gritty. If you've ever worked in a restaurant, you might have experienced using opening and closing processes. Yes. So if you worked and you were opening, you had to get the coffee started. You needed to get certain the ovens warmed up. You needed to have all the tables set, right? You know, everything had to be set up for the day and you had a checklist for opening that restaurant, unlock the door, all those things. And then for the closing crew, they had their own checklist yeah. so that everything else was done. So, you know, these things are, have been in place for years and years for efficiency, but mainly we need to be able to look back to the simple side of it and then build from there for the processes that we need today. Absolutely. So I, I actually morphed from the hotel industry over into the restaurant industry and stayed in that arena for many, many years. And I never rolled silverware. I had other people do it for me. <laughs> Absolutely. But I mean, you know, but if if we were short, I mean, if, if uh, something happened and we were running behind on the checklist, yep. everybody pitched in. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I remember that when I was uh, helping uh, a couple of restaurants open and I was there, you know, even though I was taking care of the accounting side, I was there for opening nights and you know, the first few nights we were open. And if you didn't have anything to do, you were rolling silver. That's right. You stand around doing nothing, you know, if, because if you got caught standing around, you knew where you were going. So people just knew and, you know, you'd see someone like, oh, they're polishing oh, it and rolling. So. It's everybody's job. Everybody oh my gosh, that. I have PTSD when I go to roll silver. All right. So this concept can be applied to any business where there's a handoff of some type from employee to employee. On my real estate team, we had a procedure for taking a long weekend away or a vacation because real estate's 24 seven. And you can't just say, hey, I'm off. Right. You always had leads coming in. You had questions that need to be answered. So so that just gave me an idea. So in my ClickUp now, I'm going to go and write a um a separate list with the tasks on of what people need to do before they take a week off. Like, hey, go in and reassign your tasks. It's yes, one thing that we yes. just know we have to do, 
But I'm like, with you just saying that, I'm like, okay, that makes perfect sense. Like we're talking about reassigning things in the task management. Let's have the list to make sure we hit all of those things. So it's not a case of like, oh, I totally forgot about that task. You know, that's right. Even exactly. little things like put the trash cans outside the office on a Thursday night. <laughs> I have to be reminded about that. But if my assistant wasn't here, she would have that all set up. So I like that idea of oh, yeah. being it's, away, having a, a checklist. Yeah, Perfect. it leaves nothing up to chance. Mm-hmm. And it makes it 10 times easier to train new people yes. when you have it spelled out. Yes. So Absolutely. are you suggesting then having some kind of operation manual for every single aspect of a business? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And here's a couple of things you may not have considered. It doesn't necessarily look like the operation manager uh, ma- manuals of the past, like a three ring binder, right? right? Remember those? Intimidating yeah. that nobody wants to read. Yeah, exactly. It just sits on a shelf and exactly. gathers dust. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's steps embedded into a project manager software, right? And then you as the business owner does not need to write every procedure. I think that so many people mm-hmm. I coach are overwhelmed. They're like, I don't want to do this. You are not the best person to write that. Right. The person doing the job That's is correct. absolutely the best person. Now, the owner of the company or the manager goes back and looks at it and tweaks it. And sometimes we discover, oh, no wonder she never does that right. She didn't know right. to do that right. Correct. Exactly. So that was a way for you to really do a gut check and see where you are and really understand that you've got it all uh, detailed out. Right. And then once it's in writing, you have everything you need to train the next hire and you'll no longer be held hostage by employees who have every password and procedure in their heads. Mm-hmm. I have heard that before. Right. I would love to let her go. And she knows everything about our systems that mm-hmm. nobody else knows. So don't be held hostage exactly. by one employee knowing too much and not yeah. sharing. Exactly. I have a client who um, she had been doing all the accounting herself. I mean, that they're doing 18 million this year and the business owner was still taking care of all the accounting. Oh my gosh. And so she's now hired an accounts manager who is amazing. I said to her, do you know how lucky you are that you found this person the first time? I mean, I joked with her. I said, I'm going to steal her and hire her myself. She was so good. And so I said, right now, what you need to start doing is once she's got her feet wet and she's got everything figured out, come your January, February, March, start getting her to write up all those different processes that she is doing because you're then going to start having to hire and add to that department so I said you know make it easier on her that she's not having to do all this training so uh you know it's a case of like you know I didn't say anything I said I don't want you writing it I said she has to write it I said she's doing it um let her type it all out write it all out start building a job description now of your next hire absolutely people power Oh, it's good stuff. Yep. Who could do this faster, better, easier? Because some it's not not my wheelhouse. There right. are things that are just not in my wheelhouse. Do they need to be in the office every day? Could this be a virtual person? Where will I find them? How can I afford them? I don't have time to vet, hire, train them. Yes, you do. You want to make the time to find these people and set yourself up for success by having processes. Absolutely. So if you struggle with building systems or you need a system for finding, hiring, training people, we can help with that. There's awesome systems out there. All three of us are coaches. We all can help people, whether it's financial or it's just general coaching for business owners, we can help. Awesome information. Thank you so much, MJ. Do you have a tip for the week? Oh, absolutely. Identify gaps in your business where automation or delegation could be a game changer. 
Awesome. Love and it. that is a team effort as well. That's not just a, a business owner. That's get everybody involved. Everybody involved because then you won't miss a thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So awesome. That is so much awesome information, MJ. Thank you so much. Join us next week when we will be talking about it, that it is time to set up your bookkeeping system now. It is the start of a new year. So do not delay. Do not put it off. Make it happen. So if you have not subscribed to our podcast, I encourage you to go ahead and do that. Leave us a review as well. Share our podcast with your friends and your business owner friends so you can help us to get the word out. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. You have been listening to the ABC Business Show with Kerry, Elise, and MJ. Make sure you tune in next week.